Hello, middle friends and family. Hope you're having a good weekend. For those of us in the United States, it's Memorial Day weekend. On Memorial Day, we remember those who died while serving in the military. And while we certainly don't celebrate the harms of a military industrial complex, a system unnecessarily overrun by greed and corruption, we do absolutely give thanks to those who have given their lives in service to the nation. People like nurses in hospitals and technicians in laboratories, and of course, soldiers on battlefields. Our scripture reading from the book of Acts hints at a reference to soldiers on battlefields, or rather hint to one particular soldier on one particular battlefield. You might not get that hint if you don't know about the last chapter of the book of Zechariah in the Hebrew Bible. So I will tell you about that. But first let's name that May, the month of May, is Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. And we give thanks to Middle that today, in worship, we are celebrating Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. Praise God. I've been thinking about Asian Americans and Pacific Islander Americans who have fought battles. Military battles like the over 30,000 Japanese American men and women who served in the U.S. Armed Forces during and immediately after World War II, including many of them who volunteered while in internment camps behind barbed wire. I've been thinking about Asian Americans and Pacific Islander Americans who today fight social battles, like the over 1,700 Asian Americans across 45 states in Washington, D.C., who have experienced discrimination related to the coronavirus. Because some people have blamed China for the pandemic, and because some people think every Asian they see is Chinese. These Asian Americans have suffered verbal harassment, shunning, and even physical assaults. I've been thinking about my ancestors who fought battles as ethnic minorities in a society dominated by land-owning white people. My Korean-American grandfather, Woon Young Pak, the first to go to college in his family, who somehow made his way in the late 1940s from Honolulu to Georgetown Law School. I don't know how he did that. Or my Japanese-American grandfather, Kiyoshi Tanaka, who, even though he could barely read, organized pineapple plantation workers on Maui. I just learned that from my sister last week. My grandfathers fought for a better life for their families. 
And in fact, each of my grandparents, including my grandmothers, was a warrior in his or her own way. Okay, let's go back to our scripture reading. We're in the book of Acts, chapter 1. The time, a few weeks after the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Since his resurrection, Jesus has been making surprise special guest appearances among the disciples. The place, the Mount of Olives. Here, on the Mount of Olives, Jesus preached the Sermon on the Mount. Here, Jesus, after teaching during the day in the temple, rested at night. And here, Jesus makes his final appearance among the disciples. Here on the Mount of Olives, the disciples watch in amazement as Jesus is lifted up into heaven. One moment his feet are firmly on the ground and the next he's gone. The disciples gaze upward, perhaps their mouths are a little open. I wonder if the disciples were remembering what they learned in synagogue. I wonder if they were thinking about the place they were standing on the Mount of Olives as the site of a great battle. You see, in the Hebrew Bible, the last chapter of Zechariah offers a vision. God will call all the enemies of the Jewish people into battle. The divine warrior will stand on the Mount of Olives and reign over all the earth. Was Jesus, who had just moments before stood on the Mount of Olives, was Jesus the divine warrior envisioned in Zechariah? who would reign over all the earth? How might we today, we disciples today, make sense of Jesus' ascension into heaven? Those of East Asian ancestry might see Jesus' ascension as a yin-yang moment. Do you know the concept, the Taoist concept of yin-yang? Yin represents dark and yang, light. Yin represents death and yang, life. Yin and yang are constantly changing. As yin grows, yang shrinks, and as yang grows, yin shrinks. They're constantly changing. So as yin represents earth and yang represents heaven, we can see the ascension when Jesus' feet are on earth and when his head is being lifted into heaven as a yin-yang moment. Korean-American theologian Jung Young Lee relates Taoist concepts to yin of yin-yang to Christian understandings of God. 
in Lee's book, The Trinity in Asian Perspective, Lee suggests that if we use the symbols of yin and yang to deepen our understanding of Jesus, Jesus would not be yin and Jesus would not be yang. Jesus would be that which connects yin and yang. Jesus would be the and between yin and yang. Human, divine, Jesus connects human and divine. Death and life, Jesus connects death and life. In this moment on the Mount of Olives, he connects earth and heaven. It is a yin-yang moment. Lee points out that when the and is excluded, we end up with dualistic either-or thinking. Think about it. Without and, male and female becomes male-female, either male or female. Jews and Greeks becomes Jews or Greeks. Jesus is the and who breaks down the barriers of gender and ethnicity. As servant and Lord, Jesus breaks down divisions of economic class. Jesus is the and. Jesus connects pain and love. Jesus connects stillness and action. Jesus connects peace and war, which brings us back to the vision in Zechariah. Unlike the battle in Zechariah, Jesus does not fight using punishment or violence or death. Jesus, the ultimate divine warrior, fights with love. He fights with love. He fights the enemy called poverty by feeding the hungry. He fights the enemy called suffering by healing the sick. He fights the enemy of greed by overturning the tables in the temple. He fights the enemy of despair by preaching hope. On the Mount of Olives, when the disciples watched Jesus ascend into heaven, I wonder if they then looked down at their feet and realized they were standing on the site of a great battle. I wonder if they then looked around at each other and began to see themselves in a new light. I wonder if they began to see themselves as warriors as warriors called to follow the way of Jesus. You who are called to follow the way of Jesus, you who are wayfarers, look down at the earth 
at the places where those who have gone before you have fought battles. And look up at the heavens and receive the power of the ultimate divine warrior. Receive the blessing of the ultimate divine warrior. Receive the strength, receive the courage, receive the determination, receive the encouragement, receive the comfort, receive the love of the ultimate divine warrior. You who are warriors and wayfarers, go forth into the world and fight with love. <laughs>